Happy Friday to you. He's right. Happy Friday to you. Welcome to the live show. Uh, Tom, I see you're in the audience. You're supposed to be in the guest spot. Uh, just hit the call in button and I'll uh, I'll let you in uh, in case the link did not work for you. Uh, boy, we got a good one today, folks. Uh, there's some burning stories on the horizon. And uh, I think you're going to love what we have to share. In fact, uh, Tom has a story that uh, that no one is paying attention to, and I didn't even really know about it. So uh, this is going to be really, really good. And there's a couple other pressing challenges that are going on in the world, to say the least. Oh, my goodness. What a time we live in, ladies and gentlemen. You were selected by God to live in this day. What a privilege it is to have been chosen by God to be here at this time, and I do believe it is a very special time in history, and one of my prayers has been that I will be able to narrate the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hey, you know what? Speaking of which, and, and uh, I'll have to get Tom in here in a second, but I, if, if you call in, Tom, it might take a second. But I just really feel prompted to start off with the Lord's Prayer today. Uh, so if you'll indulge me for a moment. Heavenly Father, <sighs> glory to your name. Our Father, who is in heaven, holy is your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give me this day my daily bread, and forgive me my trespasses, and we will forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one, for yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And you know, when uh, 
when the Lord repeats something, you should pay attention to it. And in the Lord's Prayer, it says, forever and ever. That's right, Lord. Uh, people, you know, the Lord is giving us so much instruction, even in that prayer, as you consider it. And uh, actually, I'm going to do a show on the Lord's Prayer very soon because I think it is uh, incredible, the depth in it, as it is with all scripture. And, uh, but forever and ever. What does God mean by that? I'll tell you. The Lord, there's a lot of temptations in this world, uh, but God is saying he is forever and ever, and you can abide in him. So uh, let's uh, not fall into temptation, Tom. What say you? I say things are happening very, very fast, and I'm glad for people that uh, have a heart coming together, that have faith, that have uh, intelligence. Um, this is our time. If there's ever a time to be uh, doing good works, for God and together, it's now. This is the key moment, and Ukraine's the battlefield. Yeah, it, it really is, and there's so much going on. There's so much going on there. We're going to get back to Ukraine in a second. Uh, yeah, thank you, Tom. We're going to get an echo when your phone is on. We have to mute in between, folks. Uh, just first of all, in the chat, because some people say after they listen to the recording that my voice is too loud, Tom's is too low. Can you let us know in the chat how the mic levels are? I have turned my mic down, uh, but I don't know the right level. Once we get it set, uh, we'll be set and forget. Uh, but Tom, let's talk about the first story of the day because I didn't even have my eyes on this, shamefully. Uh, but you're telling me that Israel and Palestine have reached an agreement. Where did you find this story and tell us about it? Because it's obviously significant. Well, it's BBC World News, and uh, that means the cabal basically would want this known. Israel, Lebanon made a gas field deal. Uh, they claim it staves off of a war threat, but it's the first time Lebanon has acknowledged Israel as a state in any kind of uh, public release. And so they've made a deal on borders which divide profiting off of uh, oil and, or gas, I'm sorry. And so they have made a deal to have them both beneficially, mutually uh, benefit. And this is the first time this kind of agreement has been reached. And I, I do have some thoughts on it, um, why this is happening. But Well, go, go continue with your thoughts and I'll, I'll weigh in on a, a couple things that come to my mind immediately. Well, I think the cabal only can focus on a couple, one major thing at a time. And they feel they can steer the public by the nose, the world audience. And so right now it's Ukraine. So right now they have to set their cards back on the table. The conflicts in the Middle East have been one of the greatest way to steer public thought, opinion, divide, and uh, divide the world. And so to what they're basically doing is taking their cards, folding them back in the deck and saying, we will use the Israel-Lebanon situation later. Right now, we've got a Ukraine gold mine. So we're going to use this right now, make Putin the bad guy, focus on that. So right now, I'm thinking you're, we can understand that the powers to be, the cabal, can worldwide have their players pull back, go forward, agree, disagree. They call it a chess game. So right now, they're moving their pieces off the board with Israel and Lebanon. And so I think that's why you see a first-time agreement. It also should indicate how easily they can change world events as they brag they can. Yeah, listen, so 
you know, just hearing this story for the first time uh, this morning, what uh, what strikes me is when I think about the things that are happening in Israel and the building of the temple that is going on, and when you look at you know the Vatican essentially starting to push Chrislam and they're building up these things and they're trying to unite all the religions of the world and. As we see the decay of Western civilization, and it's happening fast, folks. Uh, I've got a really scary story, but it is happening very fast right before ours. Will it succeed? Well, God is in charge. As I like to say, he is large and in charge, Tom. But I think they're setting the stage for as Western civilization falls, uh, could it be possible that they're going to be using uh, a united faith to bring people together. I think that's exactly what's going on, and it's been part of the plan, what you just said. And what they what they count on is they believe that through the mainstream media and worldwide media, they can control also through figures that they glamorize and groom to, like Elon Musk. They, they think that we'll be good boys and girls and sit in the bleachers and be audience members to all this, and they don't factor in any waves really being made. They pride themselves that anybody that stands up and is a dissenter in their mind will be shut down. In fact, I had a, a tape given to me by the Illuminati just a week ago, and it was spelling out exactly what would happen to me if I did not join them and uh, if I dared to face them down again, and I have that tape. And in it, they say they can use the media to steer the public any way they want. Anybody who does resist them will be destroyed. And that they can make anybody who's good look like the bad guy, like Putin, they can make anybody who's bad look like the good guy, like Elon Musk, and they can make people believe whatever they want, and the victims become the ones that are then losing all the rights and considered uh, nasty in the world. It's it's a whole game they're playing, and but they do not count on actual people resisting and lasting through uh, standing up to them in this whole arena. Well, I think they're very scared, but, uh, but history has told them that... Uh, we, the people, prefer to just sit in the Roman Colosseum and watch the games, you know, sports and all the other distractions that we have in lives in our lives, and we're not looking at them. Uh, however, if our attention, and it is, starting to focus on them, uh, the gig is up. And so which way this plays out, I honestly believe that uh, God is going to intervene in a big, big way, like a Red Sea moment. The walls of Jericho are going to come down. Uh, at least that is my prayer and my faith in this. But, Tom, you bring up a great point how they can make uh, bad people look good and good people look bad. And I want to segue to someone who's been making the rounds in the news lately, and that is Tulsi Gabbard. She was a former Democratic a uh, person running for the presidency in the last cycle. Uh, she was a voice of reason in the Democrat Party camp. And, and by the way, folks, I don't want you to be misled. I do not believe in the left and right paradigm. They're all on the same team. They're all reading a script, folks, except for maybe a couple exceptions that slip in uh, every cycle. However, uh, they're all playing from a thing. And what they're doing now is they're raising her up as a champion. And I want to remind everyone, if you're not familiar with this, Tulsi Gabbard, you know, along with people like Justin Trudeau, um, 
Dan Crenshaw out of Texas. All these people were part of the WEF, the World Economic Forum, Young Leaders thing. So she is a swamp rat, folks. Well, that's interesting thing. I love that we agree and disagree on our show because I'm actually a friend of hers. But she, um, what what she said lately on the Tulsi Gabbard show was a backing up spot on what we said about Ukraine before. So I think yes, these you got people that are groomed. Definitely, the media controls it. But what she was talking about was that they were getting shouted down by other congressmen and and government agencies that they're not supposed to talk about what's actually happening in Ukraine. She actually did it. So people can go back and forth and actually stand up and do right. And we keep leaving that bridge for them to do it. And um, I was actually impressed with what we said. But I, I stand by what you say, too, that, yes, that is how the game is played spot on. There is no real left and right when it comes down to it. It's all part of the keys on the organ the cabal plays. Yeah, and listen, I, I, I totally believe in someone's redemption. Uh, you know, maybe she was groomed through this. She got into politics, and that's how she was elevated to a platform. And then she switched. Listen, uh, God can plant his people too. Uh, patriots can plant. They can infiltrate just like we've been infiltrated. There's all that possibilities. I do not stand in judgment of her, uh, but I certainly have a lot of caution when it comes to her and what it would make me feel better is she came out and actually declared that her life was changed because she met God and stuff like that. That would be a little bit more convincing for me, although uh, we have to be careful of some of those people too, Tom. Man, they're everywhere. This this evil and, and by the devil's a liar so his servants can lie too. They can lift up the name of Jesus and... Uh, just like anyone else, and they'll use it to their advantage. Uh, and I want to be clear on that point. Uh, that is not what I am doing. That's right? No. <laughs> I actually believe in Jesus Christ. He is my Redeemer, and uh, I have chosen to submit my life to him. Right, and well done. I mean, we can look at ourselves here, too, and we have a free speech, we have a free interaction, and it's wonderful. We don't give that up. We keep our sovereignty, and we keep our faith in God. But also, we watch for those that are groomed highly by the cabal. If they're working hand-in-hand -hand with the cabal, if they're groomed by their mainstream media, if they're presented and packaged, such as Musk, then you know they're part of the elite. They're part of the cabal. But yeah, at the same time, watch what they do to those that are considered, you know, a threat to their regime, such as Ukraine right now. What is happening to Putin? He's actually a Christian. He's actually somebody who said, uh, there's a wonderful quote that I have from him, but we can get to that in a bit. But if you watch the grooming trail and the money trail and how the cabal attacks a group or a person's image and how they lift a person's image, you can get a good feeling on who's, who's doing the right thing at the right time. Yeah, and, and Putin is such an interesting character, and no one saying he's a good guy. There's certainly history that say that he is not a good guy. But in 2018, he publicly uh, gave his life over to Christ and was baptized publicly. And one of the things that's being said now, even on the mainstream media talking points, is Putin must be a bad guy. In fact, it was a, uh, I forget his name, but he was one of the top guys in the impeachment trials on the Democratic side of, of Donald Trump, the impeachment of Donald Trump. He was one of the, the six people. And he came out and he actually said, 
we have to go against Putin because they stand for family values and, you know, all these different things and because he's creating a Christian nation. And so, you know, the, the, the real jig is up in a statement like that. Oh, Tom, you're still muted. Oh, Tom is it? Well, and Tom warned me we would probably have some interference, uh, and we oh, certainly have had that. Yeah. Even just launching the show, it was very hard. There you are, yeah, Tom. My phone just yeah. went berserky on me and just went all over the place, and I expected that. There's going to be a lot of uh, interruption. I I felt that was coming. And uh, basically, they mess with the phone, the tech. That's why, you know, um, the topics we're talking about, you also get an indication of where the interruptions come. We've been able to follow that, like, just arrows pointing down on topics. When we address certain topics, the inter interruptions will happen. There is no patience with a the cabal. They will immediately, like, knee-jerk reactions on a topic and try to shut it down. They're like panicked, uh, spoiled kids. So, yeah, so you just hit... you. And, and you know what? It's it's funny, Tom, because this is a you know in the grand scheme of things, uh, this is a right on radio is a pretty small show on uh, on this platform of Podbean. You know we're we're actually just shy of seventy thousand subscribers. Thank you. We're growing really quick, folks. Uh, every week there's a there's a few hundred added, and uh, I think I think we're at uh, sixty nine thousand two hundred uh, right now, and we're growing, but. My point is, even though we're a small show, uh, some very high-level people or operatives listen to this show. I can assure you of that, and they have since the beginning. That's what I've been told, too. I've been told by my contacts that is exactly what's going on. They look at it this way, almost like a paradigm. They see it as if... Um, if you have 100,000 people listening and you're not really talking any real substance, they don't care. If you have 10 people listening and you're hitting points that make too much sense, they care. They're afraid of the ripple effect. They're afraid that that 10 becomes a story, becomes um, an outreach. And so that's how they operate. And so they will be paying. They pay close attention anytime we get on. And because we're able to cut through on the topics here. So yeah, we're already we're hitting some major stuff. And uh, we, we know who they're grooming, and we also have the idea of how to tell, how you can spot, how to have people have their toolkits to watch, men and women of faith, how to watch for frauds, and how to watch for those that are actually good. And uh, yeah, so. Yeah, and by the way, I just a, a quick point, and then I'm going to get to the next story, and the next story uh, is going to be very scary for you because it affects every one of you that are hearing my voice. This is one of the scariest stories I'm going to bring up. But I just, uh, listen, the way you can help us grow is by sharing the show. And for instance, if you are on uh, Telegram, for instance, if you hit the share button and then you uh, select Telegram, what you can do, instead of copying the link, just hit Telegram, and then it brings up your Telegram feed, and you can just tap uh, just to highlight every channel that you're a part of, uh, and you'll see a check mark, and you can literally share this show to uh, 15, 20 channels in seconds. And if you do that consistently as we go on, people will start to be aware and people will start to tune in. And uh, 
we would appreciate it. And, you know, the more people who come in, even for these types of Intel shows, you know, eventually they're going to hear the word of God as well, uh, because that's what we do here. Uh, but Tom, here is probably the scariest story in my mind for today. And that is that in the United States and all Western countries, by Thanksgiving in the United States, uh, they're saying we will be out of diesel fuel. That's right, out of diesel fuel. Now, why is this important? Well, if you like groceries, if you like, you know, anything, uh, to anything, it all comes by truck. The trucks are diesel, folks. And by the way, how does the freight get to the trucks? On big, huge cargo ships that are diesel. Everything that we have right now comes to us via diesel, and we are about to run out of it. Uh, now, we've already seen what's happening in Europe. Uh, they're, they're predicting in Europe, like in, in England, in the UK, that over 10,000 people will die because of the cold winter and lack of heating fuel. This is coming to America, folks, as well. This is by design. And, you know, I did catch a little bit of Tucker Carlson last night, and he made a profound point that is worth quoting him on. And the point was this. They've engineered all of these shortages, cutting back our energy resources in the name of global warming, which, you know, if the temperature did go up, and of course we know their science is bunk, but let's say it went up half a degree every year. Okay, that's not killing people. The irony is that freezing temperatures and not having heating fuel will kill people. So in the name of warming, we're going to kill people with cold. Yep, that's right. And now I'm, you know, I'm reading things about a 25-day supply left and that kind of stuff. And so it also helps create a panic. It's just incredible. If we actually had a government that cared, we would have been prepared for all these things. There would have been plans in place and long-term plans already effective. The, the, this world war that we're in, and we are in a world war right now, the thing is, we have been distracted looking at Ukraine, and Ukraine is a swamp. That's that's the money laundering pit, one of the money laundering pits for and all the corruption for the elites and stuff like that. So they're hiding a lot of secrets there. But the game isn't that, and it isn't you know Iran against uh, Israel. And don't get me wrong; those are real things. Those are real. There's fanatical hatred from you know the leaders in Iran to. Uh, Israel. So I'm not discounting that. But the real war, Tom, is the governments of the world against the people of the world. That is the war. It really is. And you do have some leaders that actually do care about the people. And when they rise up, they get shot down by the cabal because they're not playing the field the way they, way they want them to play it. And so it's amazing how they keep such control. There's a wet dream that, if you'll permit me to phrase it that way, that the U.S. Pentagon has. And that is that they will supplant, you know, take away Putin or anybody who's actually a Christian leader, take them out and put their own in charge of Russia. 
they're going to you watch what happens just like they do the ukraine putting an actor in charge you're going to have them wanting to take over russia and their dream is to have one world united run basically by the pentagon which goes right to the screenplay where the cia and the government agencies actually are the smith agents so what you have is um that is the architect's plan to make this uh the semblance of different nations functioning all under one yeah, and, and obviously that is the goal. And by the way, it will happen eventually when, uh, we don't know, it's when God permits it, but uh, it is written. And uh, those are some of the most powerful words in the Bible because uh, whatever is written, the Bible has never been wrong. And uh, that is my conjecture on it. But uh, uh, just as we go into the last segment, uh, which is the next page where we talk about, uh, we compare current events to uh, Tom's script of the Immortals, uh, but I'll segue into it with Elon Musk because it's big news, folks, and, uh, you know, the media is panicking. Everyone is against him uh, that is on the, uh, you know, the cabal side, you might say, publicly, uh, because he has bought Twitter and he has said that he will return free speech. Now, he did a mass firing yesterday as soon as he walked in. Uh, fired a lot of the uh, bad people, and many of us are celebrating him for that. In fact, I, I will go on record here, I think I'm going to join Twitter again after being kicked off two or three times. I think I might might test it again and join Twitter. But that does not give me the illusion that he is a good guy. Listen, folks, if you have seen him he is not a genius. Uh, he's a smart guy. There's no doubt he knows how to put together a business deal. He can. He's a visionary of, of sorts, I suppose. But for him to come from where he did and to rise to the uh, heights that he has, uh, we know there's something behind it. And Tom, you think there's something sinister. So having said that, let me get into the next page, and I did not put together a sound clip for it yet, but I will do this just as we go into it. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, right, and it is time for the next page with Tom Althaus. And Tom, how does Elon Musk tie in? To the next page. It's perfectly, it fits perfectly to what the immortal screenplay has prophesized, basically, or came through as prophecy is that um, the architect's son, it's not in the Matrix, this was taken out. Wachowski simplified it in the rendering of it or ripping off of it. So in the original work, it's more complex where you have the architect's son taking the place of the architect, who's the savior of the world. And here we have a man who's groomed by the public or the uh, media, mainstream media, who works with the Pentagon, who is not bright, but they just had a documentary come out saying that he's this uh, dreamy kid who was reading sci-fi novels. That's supposed to prove he's a genius? Well, that's what um, Wachowski did, sci-fi stuff, groupie. But the thing is that he is actually uh, dialoguing with the Pentagon in Ukraine. The main thing for the New World Order is the Ukraine battlefield to have that as a proxy state. And so it even says in the article here from the BBC regarding uh, Ukraine that Elon Musk uh, has been dialoguing Pentagon back and forth about funding uh, the only internet connections in Ukraine, all controlled by the Pentagon and Musk together. 
So what you have is this man being groomed to be this boyish. Watch the image of him now. All these boyish imagery. All this, like, the same thing they do with Pat Robertson. Make him look like the boy, the loving boy, the energetic boy. That's the image you're going to watch for, which is done by cabal media, mainstream media grooming. Watch for it. You'll be able to discern these things to the public. And so what you have is we have the architect's son. Right now we have the man who's going to save the world, take us to Mars, this wonderful good guy who walked into Twitter and fired everybody immediately. It wasn't all the baddies. It was also people who had jobs and families that were, he simply downsized it. His claim was that he was going to, he did it because he loves humanity. Well, that's my words. But the thing is, he does stolen tech. He has stolen tech. Neuralink, everything else. He did not earn his place. He was groomed to steal work and to mislead us down a trail that has nothing to do with God. And that's what we're supposed to look to him as our savior, the boyish face savior. I was picked to be the face of the Christian coalition because I looked boyish. Elon Musk is picked for the same reason. We're supposed to give our trust over to him because he looks like a good guy. And that's the quotes they'll throw out. So the page we're on right now is the architect's son is now presenting himself, revealing himself to the world. And we're supposed to thank him and look to him to be our savior. He is not our savior. Well, Tom, this is what I got to say to your comment. Right on radio. Oh, wrong one. Who's right? Who's right? He's right. Yeah, that's right. I believe you are spot on with uh, your evaluation of Elon Musk. Hey, listen, thank you everyone for being here on the Friday morning. If you want us to continue these shows, please leave a comment and, and give us some feedback on it. And we'll take your suggestions, all kinds of things. And uh, if you want, you know, perhaps we'll do a live call in on one of these shows coming up. If And uh, let us know if you would like to be a caller. Let it be in the comment and then... Uh, we'll know to uh, expect and, uh, and make some time to open up the phone lines. Well, listen, we're going into the weekend. Uh, next show on Right On Radio will be Sunday morning when I'm going to be continuing uh, the reading of Jude. And yeah, that show uh, that I did last Sunday did not go the way that I had planned it. Uh, I believe God had a different plan. And so I'm just uh, praying to see what happens this Sunday. So uh, please join live on Sunday. Uh, no shows before that, but a quick announcement. Uh, of course, we do have our Singapore prayer celebration every Saturday night. It does take place on Telegram, and that will be at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, just go on to our main channel, and you can just click join at 8 p.m. to join our prayer celebration. Uh, but also, we are doing a very special uh, prayer celebration, and we're going to be going to war, folks. On Monday, yes, Halloween night, 8 p.m. Eastern, join us for the prayer. It's going to be short. We're going to cap it at about an hour. Uh, we know everyone's time is valuable, uh, so we're not going to do shares and stuff like that like we normally do on Monday. Uh, we're really just going to do an hour of prayer. And I, I shouldn't say we're going to cap it because I actually leave it, leave it up to the leadership of that uh prayer and if they feel they're flowing in the spirit uh, they're not going to end it because the hour has come up so uh, i leave that up to them and whatever they do is right because i believe they are led by god hey listen thanks again for being here uh remember love your god love your family love your neighbor as yourself 
and make a difference in your community. Right, right on, on radio. radio. Right, right on, on radio. radio.